You're tuning into Spectre Radio, but wait, don't touch that dial, because this is Spectre Radio presents the MCU. Revisiting our favorite movie moments, debating about scenes from the shows, and combing through the comics. We're just three millennials, binging our way through the MCU, through the eyes of the heroes, villains, and creatures alike. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. I am Loki of Asgard. My name is Alyssa, and we are Spectre Spectre Radio. Radio. Can you at least tell me what it is? It's the spoiler. Be very careful with it. It sounds dumb. Thank you, Casey and Loki, for the spoiler warning. Again, this podcast contains adult content and spoilers. I know what this place is. The timekeepers have built quite the circus. And I see the clowns are playing their parts to perfection. Big metaphor guy. I love it. Makes you sound super smart. I am smart. I know. Okay. Okay. Please sign to verify this is everything you've ever said. This is absurd. Sign this too. We protect the proper flow of time. You picked up the Tesseract breaking reality. I want you to help us fix it. Why me? I need your unique Loki perspective. Do I get a weapon? Nah. You really believe in this Loki variant? Luckily, he believes in himself enough for the both of us. It is adorable that you think you could possibly manipulate me. I'm 10 steps ahead of you. You're not big on trust, are you? You can trust me. Loki, I've studied almost every moment of your entire life. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. Why never do it again? It's been a very long day, and I think I've had my fill of idiots in armored suits telling me what to do. So, <laughs> if you don't mind, this is actually your last chance. Let's start this podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey guys, what's up, man? That was a plethora of quotes to use from this. So um, many. I, I struggled yeah. trying to find one that, that, that would work perfectly. <laughs> but anyway, guys, welcome back. We are deep diving into the TV series of Loki. And Woo-hoo. I don't think we could do this without our first-time guest, long-time listener, Sean. Yay! What's up, Sean? Welcome, hey. Sean. Thanks for having me, guys, finally. Yeah, thanks for coming <laughs> on, man. <laughs> Sean has been bugging to be on the podcast for a while, so here yes. he is. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Andrew, why don't you take it away with the series recap? Loki, 
After the Avengers go back in time and change the events of the Battle of New York, Loki alters the timeline by taking the Tesseract and escaping, only to be caught by a squad of unfamiliar temporal soldiers and taken to the Time Variance Authority. There, Loki learns that the timekeepers keep one sacred timeline in check by making sure it stays within predetermined allowable parameters. If there is a variant, they send the Minutemen to reset the timeline back to what's approved by the timekeepers. After a time of unbelief, Loki comes to terms with this great power that he had previous no knowledge of, and agrees to work with a handler, Mobius, to track down a rogue variant of himself, a different version of Loki, from a timeline that the timekeepers deemed to be unallowable. As Loki and Mobius learn to trust each other, Loki finds himself sympathizing with his variant. She goes by the name Sylvie. She wants revenge for what the timekeepers did to her timeline. The two together begin to unravel the mystery of the TVA and discover the almighty timekeepers were fake robots created by someone else, and that everyone who works for the TVA is actually a variant of some kind and has been lied to this whole time. So the two Lokis travel to the end of time to meet He Who Remains, also known as Kang. He offers a special timeline where the two Lokis can have whatever they want and live together. Or option number two, they could kill him. But in killing him would result in the multiverse once again existing in many universes instead of just one sacred timeline. But Kangs from other universes are warriors, murderers, and conquerors. And Kang said that his death would result in a multiverse of madness. Will the two Lokis make a deal with Kang and live happily ever after? Or will Sylvie's hatred doom the multiverse? It's Disney. It has to be happily ever after, right? So, <laughs> not just with e- kidding. Not with Eve over there screwing the universe. <laughs> Dead parents. <laughs> you know, it's fine. Very nice. Very nice. Um, let's go ahead and move to our next category or first category. I can't ever remember whatever, which one we call whatever the we category. Say. The category is behind, behind the horn. <laughs> I I tried looking it up like there's no like it's not like M- Molnir like it's just like the horns there's no name for them it's just <laughs> the a, helmet like just a crown of some kind that's it um so I didn't have very many for Loki I really struggled with this I did really enjoy this um series and rewatching it um I didn't get to the ending in the last uh, couple of days here they were long episodes but um I got a little bit of research done. So for Owen Wilson, he had very little knowledge about the MCU before he was cast in the show. That sounds like me. <laughs> and <laughs> kind of, that's funny. And um, Tom Hiddleston actually spent time with Owen Wilson, like teaching him the complete MCU mythology and all about Loki. And he actually called it the Loki lectures. And he would like, meet with him and some of the other cast members and like teach them all about the MCUs, especially since like he's been playing Loki for 12 years. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so he like knows it very well. And Owen Wilson also suggested Mobius's gray crew cut and jumping ahead a little bit. I feel like that was one of the best things because I felt like for me, at least, you can't get rid of Owen Wilson's wow voice, but like, um, it and broken really, nose. 
it really transformed him. I felt like it, it he didn't look like his typical blonde, scruffy hair. I was he wasn't wet, he wasn't he wasn't wedding crashers. He wasn't wedding crashers. <laughs> he wasn't night at the museum. Like mm-hmm. he looked he looked like a new person and the mustache too. That that really helped. Um so that was really cool. And then kind of along the same lines of the, these Loki lectures, uh, director Kate Heron actually had a five-hour conversation with Tom Hilston about Loki the first time they ever met. Like, can you imagine, like, Good meeting Lord. the person you're going to work with and, like, you're out to dinner or maybe you're in the studio. Like, I don't know where they were. And they just went on for five hours. Like, that's literally more than half a work day. Like, that's just crazy. Yeah, that's um, nice. And then one other one I saw that was really cool um, are the three actors um, in this series um, that all attended the Royal Academy of Dramatic Arts at the same time. Does anyone know? I'll do my Wyatt trivia. Does anyone know who they are? Their names are kind of hard to say. So if you want to say the characters' names, that might be easy. Very hard to say. (laughs) I know. Sean, tell us. Yeah, I had uh, had, a... Tom Hiddleston. I'm gonna uh-huh. go ahead and try their names. Okay. Uh, Gugu Mabatha Raw. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, close enough. One me Mosaku. Yeah. And it's so, uh, Renslayer and B15. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's so they cool. all went to the dr- dramatic school, drama school yeah, together at the same cool. time. I thought that was yeah. really funny. So, yeah, very nice, Sean. Very good. Well, thank you. Very cool. Well, going off on your Owen Wilson, so <laughs> trivia, Owen and Tom worked together in what 2011 movie? Oh, oh I saw, I saw this. this. I forgot. I forgot what it was. Uh, it I know like... what he plays, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember the movie? No, but he plays uh, uh, Tom Wilson. I stop looking it up. <laughs> uh, midnight in Paris. Just I yeah, wanted I to say London, that. and I was like, it's not that. <laughs> midnight to London. <laughs> What's the character that Tom Hiddleston plays in that? I don't know. He, I forget. He's like a magician or something. He's a famous person. Uh, uh, we can recap on that later. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. My other one, so the sacred timeline was referred to in what 1990s comic? Do they have a TVA comic? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be funny. X-Men. Oh, okay. Oh. They mentioned the sacred timeline in that. Interesting. Um, So I got uh, quite a few, so I'll just kind of go quick on them. I got uh, that the timekeepers were actually voiced by Jonathan Majors, who plays Kang. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a nod to the Wizard of Oz. That's cool. Um, I, yeah, I thought so. Uh, then uh, Miss Minutes, uh, the voice actor for that is uh, the same person that played Timmy Turner and Bubbles. In, uh, <laughs> and 600 something other credits on, the truth parents? Yeah, on yeah. IMDb. Yeah, wasn't she also Tommy Pickles or something too? Rugrats. Yeah. Oh no way! I think she was. Yeah. That's so cool. Good again, nostalgic over here. Um, Then I also have that uh, Renslayer and Kang in the comic books are uh, lovers. Oh, saw that. Giggity. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) I wonder if they're gonna bring (laughs) that in. Oh wow! And then. 
Last one, uh, Tom Hiddleston thought he was done with the character after Infinity War, like completely. I mean, rightfully so. You you would think we that all did. If, if your character so was killed my, off. <laughs> my first behind the horns actually goes right off of that. Um, Tom Hiddleston didn't know um, that they were doing a Loki series literally until three weeks after that. They were like, he, just when he thought he was done, they were like, hey, by the way, he's like, oh, really? Yeah. So um, Chris Hemsworth actually voiced the frog version of Thor that you see for a brief second um, in, the, in the void. Yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, the alligator was real and not CGI. The alligator's name is Wally. Now I'm sure like it was CG- <laughs> somewhat animated uh, yeah it, the one time gator. they like threw it across the room didn't they do that a few times <laughs> i think yes. so i i would hope it was fake when they did call, that. Call, uh, calling bs but uh you know i'm just kidding but you can tell uh, this was filmed in the south especially because they use a real gator yeah oh right. boy oh <laughs> they could just pick those up anywhere right <laughs> <laughs> by the way um tom hiddleston played f scott fitzgerald in that movie yes yes Writer. Why do you want to ask Scott Fitzgerald? <laughs> Ted too. Anyway, um, also just thought it would be notable to say that this um, connection in the MCU was just random and just popped in my head that Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Hiddleston are both, anyone know where I'm going with this? Bringing it back. Bringing it back to the Spider-Man Far from home. Oh, did no. they both date Taylor Swift or something? They did. Oh, oh wow! Look at me. I know nothing about these kinds Seriously? of things. Seriously? Yeah, you didn't know. I that. had no. I had no idea. This was a wild guess. She got. I know nothing home. about. I know He's... nothing about celebrity dating. How about they got around? <laughs> oh, okay. No, she you got know around. The song? That was such a weird, stupid thing to say. Like she got around, like slut shaming her. But no, okay. The- no, yeah, that's okay. what that well. sounds like. I know you don't mean it, but that sounds real slut shaming. <laughs> um, saying that she's dated other celebrities when like every celebrity does that with every other celebrity. Like how many women has Tom Hiddleston dated? And we don't say, oh, I he's really no gotten around about him. Anyway, that's the whole point of I her... couldn't name one person he's he's dated, but I could I name could 10 name... people that Taylor Swift dated. Well, that's because she's written about it. So of course you know about sure. it. That's how she makes her money. <laughs> well better to do that than something else but anyway so uh yeah he is uh inspired her song getaway car and a bunch of other songs on that album cool moving on to our next category of what if um i thought about doing the real obvious one and you know what if loki actually took the throne from kang at the end and became you know the the person he wanted to be I'm like, no, that's that, that that's too easy. So I went with what if Loki won anything that he actually did? Because everything that he's done, he's lost. There. But what if he actually won something? How, how could he th- how they could would he prune win? the timeline? <laughs> the second he succeeds anywhere, Kang's Roll credits. Like, oh. He's like, I don't know about that. You're you're destined to fail at everything. So I'm gonna take your one ounce of happiness and I'm gonna rip it away. Yeah, that's what would happen, in my opinion. <laughs> what do you consider like a win? What would be the win that comes out of the series? Is he not a winner since he like got to be with the person he loves? Uh, and then she promptly threw him Which aside like a bag of trash. Well, I mean, that's what he chose. Yeah, he, he got to be with her for three seconds and then she chose to not have him. So did he really get to be with her? It was a nice journey. 
<laughs> but so let's go back to um so, so even, like like Thor uh, Ragnarok, his plan with the Grandmaster was to bide his time and eventually kill the Grandmaster and then take over. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so how that would that look? Been. How would that look later on in the in the MCU universe if he won one thing? I don't know that he would. He would <laughs> he would brag about it for sure because like he admitted that he does it out of deep insecurity. Um, he would need to flaunt it in his brother's face because um, his brother was chosen to rule Asgard over him, even though at the time of that, Thor was an idiot. You know, in, in Thor 1, at the beginning, he was an idiot. So, and that hurts even more when you choose a moron just because, you know, he's the favorite son or whatever. So he would have to flaunt it in front of Thor. Um, but I don't know that... Uh, I don't know that he would ever be satisfied with that. He would either have to go on a conquering spree or he would have to like basically his equivalent of finding religion, finding himself like a deeper meaning, a deeper reason to live. So that could be an interesting thing for his character. Like he finally has a throne and then he's just like, well, I am, I'm not satisfied. Why am I not satisfied? And then he can find like a deeper meaning and maybe be like a occasional hero kind of thing. Right. Is killing Coulson like not a win or what? No. What kind of person are you? That was not for a win Loki for us. in Loki's book. Is that not a win? Excuse yeah, he me. Ki- he killed a it's random tragic. human. He killed 80 in two days. Yeah. It's literally a line. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, I don't know how you live with yourself, Alyssa, by, by saying that. Oh, we just lost all of our <laughs> listeners. <I'm just> <laughs> it's a technical win but I, that's not a win that he's looking that for. was like literally what he wanted to do and he did it he, <laughs> he caused succeeded. the avengers to, to exactly. band together and exactly. that instant he wanted to kill him and that that's that's it he's like okay so he's done one thing that he's wanted to do one small thing i mean give me some more time i could probably think of some others but oh yeah in a pinch there you go without the help of the internet that's what you come <laughs> up with what do you got andrew i'm pretty sure i just went on a three minute tangent of what i had so no for your what if oh okay i was just like (laughs) was i on mute that whole time (laughs) um so uh, oh gosh i really wanted to because especially with what Alyssa said last time I feel like all of our what ifs or what if Doctor Strange showed up. I really wanted to be oh. like, what if Doctor Strange showed up just to see what she said? But I was like, nah, nah, because that's not remotely what I wanted to do. Um, I mean, for this series, it's like the one time it would make sense. <laughs> time. <laughs> no. Just, oh, okay. Yeah, because it never made sense for any other movie. Ever. I'm just saying, he literally multiverse of madness. No, am I? Yes. You, is today no, right. hate Alyssa Day or what? It, like, it's what, not, what is it's going not on? but like, you know, if we feel you're incorrect see what happens Sean you come in and the kids just start misbehaving in front of you I don't know what to say see it I see I'm disappointed (laughs) I mean I feel like (laughs) it's not hate on Alyssa day I think it's just call out each other you called out Wyatt like you smacked Wyatt down over Taylor Swift so I mean I feel like this is this is equality at its finest Uh, she would do Um, it even if we weren't recording am I not how am I wrong like legitimately how was I wrong what do you mean about what I'm saying? Doctor Strange would make sense. I'm saying, yeah, your your what if of what if Doctor Strange showed up for the first <laughs> time would actually make sense with this series since it's about 
time travel one and two the multiverse of madness yeah the second part of your sentence makes sense the first part of your sentence saying the one time makes sense yeah i'm saying this time it actually works because every time you've said it before where you're like doing it for fun this yeah like shang chi having to do with magic and other realm things that they literally guard over yeah yeah glad he has nothing to do with those things so anyway my what if was what if there were other variants surviving in the void besides like only Loki's like a thousand random Loki's like anybody, anybody else like Thor's and Black Widow's. And- well, I mean, they had the frog of Thor, but like that's, you know, I'm talking about like a real version of them, like someone who would actually be of help to their mission and how and what would that look like? Because I feel like Sylvie would like be very particular about who she teamed up with because like she was like very barely okay with teaming up with loki for like half of the time they teamed up (laughs) so what do you guys think that would look like well aren't the other variants coming now well yeah i meant when they got stuck in the void what if there were other Uh, variants of people there i i feel like that could go either way because then you'd have just as many bad people and bad Mm -hmm. you know villains and it would be like a like a battle royale kind of thing. That would be cool. It would be. It'd be very cool to see. Until they get eaten by Elioth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So mine is just about Thanos. If Loki hadn't seen the recording of himself being killed by Thanos, do you think he would have cooperated with the TVA? Ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, it's Loki. He's the, the god se- of mischief. The self <laughs> interest was there. Yeah, I, I mean, agree with Wyatt. I think it's I think it's so. a lot less likely. It might be possible because you know he uh, Mobius threw the whole uh, "Do you enjoy killing?" because uh, you you got your mother killed, you know, in his face, and that kind of helped a little bit him realize like I don't enjoy killing. It's because you know of this and that and the other thing. So I think it's possible, but I think it's. A highly i think it's a lot less likely um but i think especially when he, he's like hey uh the variant we're chasing is you and then he had to prove that he was a better loki that's where his selfish interest would come into play so it was like a combination of both you know losing his mother and the self-interest so maybe but i'm not i'm not a hundred percent i'm, I'm kind of leaning more with uh with, with what wyatt was thinking <laughs> No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you were pretty simple with that. I was like, are you going to say anything else? And then you were like, yeah. I was like, oh, cool, cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, again, I think it's possible, but I don't think it's as likely. I think him seeing his own mortality and the fact that they're like, yeah, we just know this and we don't really care kind of like pumps him up. He's like, but I care. It's me. So yeah, that really shocked him. All right. Uh, I kind of had a hard time with this one, honestly. Uh, a couple of the ones that I had were like pretty obvious ones, but uh, I do have one that was, what if Mobius never helped Loki? Would he and Sylvie have made it to Kang in the first place? Hmm. So are you uh, saying like, what if like he didn't get him from like the court in that first episode? No. Yeah, you mean, like, yeah. In- just oh, help okay. him in general. Like okay. if he wasn't, uh, you know, kind of leaning towards Loki's good side. Okay. in the show at all if he just stayed 
you know, true to his job kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know that they would have made it there. I mean, Sylvie may have at some point, she's pretty resilient and resourceful, but Loki himself probably wouldn't have been in the picture. They were probably yeah, going to prune his ass. They were going to prune his ass. Yeah. So um, Sylvie, I like to think, you know, it's possible that she could get there. She seems like she could do anything, but. It's funny because they're literally like in a way the same person. So right. for that to be so different is very <laughs> interesting. Yeah. <laughs> for one to be far more capable than the other. It's right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, one being one, like Sean. way more like self-sufficient mm-hmm. um, and Loki kind of always being the, the, this Loki in this instance being the one that's like the way he can uh, get what he needs to get by manipulating people or like causing mischief like we see him do so yeah i mean i, I she's that. definitely more mature because like every time he's in front of a group of people like in the beginning of the first episode when he just shows up in what was that mongolia or the gobi desert whatever it was and he sees like four villagers he stands on a rock and he has to give his glorious purpose speech <laughs> saying how they're going to be ruled. Yeah. so anytime <laughs> he's in front of a group of people he's like i have to lead these people and she's just like screw these people. I'm going to do what I want to do. And then she does it. So she's definitely more mature, but I think she said she was older. So I think it also like when they were talking about their parents and like their childhoods and stuff, it might even have something to do with that. Like Mm -hmm. she had to be resilient from like what she that she was probably like eight years old when that happened. I don't remember if she ever said, Mm -hmm. whereas like Loki was like, your parents told you you were adopted. My parents never told me that (laughs) I had to figure it out. And she was like, yeah, they like told me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so definitely different that was a good one sean i like it yeah it was great yeah, thank you all righty well, moving on to our next category of best and worst so um i i really we're gonna go andrew style as usual starting with the best we're gonna loop <laughs> around and then go back to the worst that has um, officially been trademarked by the way it, it, it is it, people owe me 25 cents every time um so I, I liked that this whole thing was like a new concept, at least to the MCU. Um, to me, it kind of felt like um, the first and third season of Legends of Tomorrow, a DC show, you know, with the Time Bureau and all that. And the Time Master, Sean knows what I'm talking about. He's seen them. Oh, yes. Um, but as far as Marvel, it was like new territory for the most part. Um, it was new ideas. It was new characters, a new government, if you will, in the TVA. It was it was a nice change. Uh, Mobius was an excellent character like he's he's a random caseworker a government drone but like he was it was a they made him into a really interesting character um you know uh thank you Tara Strong for you know giving your voice over 600 times including in this um <laughs> for just doing everything uh Sylvie being a, a female Loki and fe- being like the superior Loki was a very nice twist and um the twist with the TVA being a sham essentially and all the Minutemen being variants was like a really good twist for me. I was like, mm-hmm. what? And uh, I hope in season two, we get a uh, background on the jet ski. <laughs> Especially when they go into the school. Yeah. And they're like, look, look. Like, yeah. And she's the principal or whatever. Yeah. That was we, cool. We have so much to talk about. Yeah. No, that was cool. I'm like, why are we in a school? yeah like with you know men with you know weapons essentially like this isn't a good you know not um, a good look guys not a good look like (laughs) oh okay that's why they did that um 
was I the only one that forgot that Loki stole the Tesseract in in Endgame? Yes, <laughs> I completely forgot. That's Why like sometimes the catalyst for this whole series? Like I know, we should yeah. have like during the Endgame pod like stopped and then like gone into the series and then like jumped back into the movie. That would have made Ooh, that would have been timeline cool. right. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, Wyatt occasionally has knowledge gaps where he's like, I forgot the premise of this. <laughs> Vader <laughs> is his father? What? <laughs> I know that much. Oh, okay. Get off my butt. Um, well, not. <laughs> um, I love like the retro slash futuristic themes of this. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Laura about this the other night when we were watching this. I'm like, how cool would that be if they refitted Spaceship Earth to be Loki's ride? <laughs> I don't know if they'll ever do it, but I mean, that would be They would interesting. never do it. I mean, they're literally redoing it now, but not for that. So <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought that'd be that'd be neat, especially like when they're going through the, the different times time zones. Mm-hmm. But to have like his like variants kind of but like stashed would make more it. sense for WandaVision to go through time like that. Like she went through the decades like that. True. Yeah. yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah, true. So if they did a ride, completely off topic, a carousel of progress like ride for her, like I don't, I don't Ooh. think it would be oh, enough yeah. justice. Yeah. But the scenes would be that's, awesome. That's a good point. Yeah, that's similar. I'd like that a lot. The song would fit in there too. Oh yeah, Great big beautiful tomorrow. <laughs> Dang it, one division. Um, <laughs> my final one is that I like how this show is a product of what happens when you give the writers no restrictions clearly yeah this was phenomenally written and phenomenally executed as well mm-hmm. um especially like the um the C- the cg and, and, and all the animation towards the last two episodes mm-hmm. um i was very blunt it was movie quality it really was <laughs> like we, we could have watched that in the movies Alyssa, what do you get from that I'm just thinking of Miss Minute scaring the shit out of all of us when you said animation. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Yeah. yeah. So and you're I, like, the animation of the last two episodes. I'm like, yeah. When it it almost startled me this time, and I knew it was coming. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And she was like, Hi, y'all. I was like, oh, okay. Ah! <laughs> Sean, what are, what are some of yours? Uh, so I kind of put some, some general ones down. Uh, I like the character growth a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Loki came a long way from when we first got to know him in the first couple of movies and uh, also Sylvie you know she grew a lot I, honestly everybody did I feel like it's just a running theme in this show mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know Mobius did I, honestly everybody did besides you know the select few <laughs> um, <laughs> it kind of falls into my best and worst but Sylvie and Loki's weird relationship yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> not totally sure agree how with i you. feel about that totally uh, agree yeah it could go either way I don't isn't know. that like textbook narcissism like the, the <laughs> falling yeah. in love it with is yourself? but like like <laughs> yeah, we were right? saying they are yeah. different people so yeah, it's, for sure exactly it's yeah. weird it's definitely mm-hmm. i'm i'm with you on it being a best and a worst it's mm-hmm. you're you feel conflicted because you're like is this incest like it's not but like right, what right. why do i have an, <laughs> a problem with this like you want it to work out but it just feels <laughs> bad at the same time it just feels wrong hard to explain (laughs) yeah um another one was uh how awesome kang is in this i don't know i i really liked his uh, he was a little a little i don't want to say weaker but but weaker than i was kind of envisioning him being slightly underwhelming 
yeah but i did like his this personality version like of it. him right true <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah yeah we don't know what we're gonna see after that yeah yeah um another thing was uh the visuals uh especially on uh lamentus one yeah that was very cool to see um they did you know they really went all out for that that was like very um rogue one of them did anyone yeah. get that same feeling yeah. where they were mm-hmm. sitting on the beach with like the big cloud uh, and that was yes. like doomsday i was like mm-hmm. what is happening yeah i thought the same um the fight scenes were awesome uh alligator loki very cool <laughs> aka uh, florida loki yes florida, florida man florida loki, man loki. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. um mobius and loki's friendship was very like endearing you know mm-hmm. yeah and then uh, i thought that the humor was was there but not overwhelming so. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Um, I just thought it was really clever how they did a lot of world building and just created like all these new names and like this entire new sci-fi thing that we've just came to accept like so quickly. Like they were like, these are the Minutemen. And we're like, okay, like yeah. have <laughs> our, our American brains have no problem rewriting that word <laughs> um, from our history books. But mm. I thought that was cool. Um, I, I don't even know the background of this really, but I just thought it was hilarious and sexy and funny when um, Loki was D.B. Cooper, <laughs> and, like hijacked the plane and don't, don't nod, don't shake your head at me. He was sexy as hell. And you, you know it. <laughs> I'm just not surprised anymore. I totally thought about that when I was watching this. I was just like, Alyssa's going to, I'm like, Alyssa. He had the hair somehow. slicked back. He had the sunglasses. He was feeling it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was feeling it, and the the flight attendant was feeling it. But we'll get oh, to that in a second. Was. We'll get to that in a second. But yeah. um, uh, the the line that killed me was, "I was young and lost to bet to Thor." <laughs> when he explained why he did it, you were DB Cooper. No way. I was young and I lost to bet to Thor. That was really great. Um, I agree with pretty much everything you guys have said. The twists were really good. Um, there were like layers to those reveals, um, mm-hmm. that I thought made them even more interesting. And it was less of like a soap opera, opera reveal where it was like, here's all the information. It was like piece by piece. It was like another little twist and another little twist on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the music, um, especially like, <laughs> In the middle of this series, we started getting more like creepy crawly type stuff with the theremin, Mm -hmm. that like wavy musical sci-fi type instrument thing. I thought that was really cool and like a really fun, unique thing to throw in there. Like you don't get that in a lot of TV shows. Like the other show I saw it in was American Horror Story, and that was very fitting because it was very creepy crawly. Um, So I liked that a lot. And we got to hear Loki singing and like embracing his Asgardian culture and and Sylvie being like, are you drunk? And he's like, no, I'm full. I'm very full, which in, <laughs> is Norwegian. In, yeah. In like the, the culture, you know, that means you're drunk. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I really like that. And um, Tom Hiddleston has a very nice singing voice. Very surprisingly. I have yeah. to send you a video that I came across of him. Like he voiced Captain Hook in some cartoon. And his the voice was the singing was phenomenal. I'll have yeah, to send you that. Great singer. That train scene was also very Star Wars is Star Wars. Oh yeah. Wars ish. When you know when we go back to Solo, you know when they're on Dryden Voss's ship, 
mm-hmm. and you yes. know it's all fancy and you completely forget what's going on outside of the world <laughs> would you like champagne yes would you no i'll have hers thank you <laughs> <laughs> all righty moving on to our worst so it's still kind of hard for me to believe a little bit that a guy who just comes from the future and who has no powers whatsoever and only has like 31st century technology can make it so that there's only one timeline. Like I, I get like the whole why he had to do it. Like I'm, I'm cool with that. And I get that he knows everything that's going to happen, but like, I I'm, I'm assuming they're going with 31st century technology is good enough to where he can go to the end of the universe and just stay alive I, I don't I don't know how much I, I buy that you know it's just kind of it, it it's kind of like the little underwhelming I from what I thought Kang was going to be which was still really cool like Sean said um, he was the actor was phenomenal um, and I'm really excited to see him in season two and in Ant Man three um, Quantum Mania um, so it's just that's like that's me splitting hairs and then. Um, I was hoping that there was going to be an episode or two of Loki kind of messing with time since he like had his newfound freedom the second he had the Tesseract at the beginning before the TVA caught him. Um, But again, that's just me splitting hairs. And that's what I thought the commercials were leading up to because they basically only showed him being D.B. Cooper (laughs) in the commercials. Right. So. um, And that was like even before that, which is funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm cool with what we got. I just thought it was going in a different direction. I don't, I don't have a ton of problems with this. I mean, I always have problems with, you know, some sci-fi science or whatever, but we've right. talked about that to death before. So yep. season two, maybe you'll get more of that. Hope so. Maybe. Um, few of mine, um, the hint that child kidnapping is okay. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> When they when they go to get Sylvia and bring her to the TVA, well, she's she a variant, a, and that's a whole. She was a child, thing. but she was a variant. She was a threat to them. She's a child. <laughs> they kidnapped. She's a, child a variant. Out. You're a variant. <laughs> um, this. <laughs> so I'm more confused after the second run through of watching this. How <laughs> <laughs> so? Um how so there so the the first the first run through you know where i'm just trying to keep up with with what was going on um second run through i'm trying to dive deeper into it and after listening to nerd institute's reviews of them i'm trying to like put what they said into play and my brain doesn't have that much capacity i I can't retain all that um And my last one, this is a, a shout out to, to Saudi, but when in doubt, when we have writer's block, we use time travel. <laughs> yes. That's a good point. She did say that, and she, it's a good point. <laughs> she, did. she is and, correct. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this show, but it w- I don't think it would be anything without the time travel aspect of this. Right. Since it's literally the TVA. <laughs> And it's, it, you know, we kind of already know Loki's story. So if time travel wasn't involved, it would either be before the events of the Avengers saga or he wouldn't be in the movie. <laughs> yeah, true. I only had a couple because honestly, I, I did enjoy the show a lot. Um, one of mine was uh, that Loki seemed a little less capable than normal. Yeah. I don't know if you guys picked up on that, but it mm-hmm. just 
it was like he i don't know he, uh, he was like a lot more formidable in the other movies and yeah, i don't know he just kind of seemed like he didn't have it as much in the show i agree he got beat that. up a lot he couldn't accomplish you know what he was trying to get out to do and mm-hmm. well according um, to these two that's standard practice for lucky <laughs> i don't know i always felt like uh, you know he was he always he that. always got a better he, he always got closer to his goals than what he actually got in this show he never yeah i'll never say that he succeeded but he always got a lot closer i i'll, I'll go with that and he did get he did get beat up a lot. He did seem like weaker. I'm like, I thought you were like low key super strength. Yeah, like, well, right. Didn't right. like part of the show. He had no magic. So well, yeah, in the TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. part that's of it. True. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it just kind of puts him on the level of Hawkeye. Then you're just a regular guy who needs an ice pack every yeah. <laughs> every night when you get home. Like yeah. that's it. <laughs> um, the other part, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but uh. I, I was kind of just trying to find something for this part of it. Um, Loki is more of a, a sidekick, I feel like, to Sylvie, which, like I said, is not a bad thing. Uh, Ooh, just going off of just going off of uh, like the namesake of the show and all. Uh, it just seemed like he was more in the sidekick role to me. Um, and the last thing was uh, it's uh, I found <laughs> it was a little. He's warming up a hot take. Let's let's hear it. Well, it's, it's just it's not that big of a deal, but it's like the Infinity Stones when they're in the drawer. Like I did that. That to me kind of irked me because I'm like, we spent all this time building them up, <laughs> the most powerful thing in the world. Like and they're the paperweights. Like, they destroy anything, and then yeah, they're just yeah. Uh, I, not that it was yeah. You know, I, I got the humor, and I thought you know, and seeing his reaction was hilarious. But it was yeah. like. I was like, come on, like they're infinity stones. <laughs> like, good God. But that's yeah, funny. that's all I got. Yep. Those, were those are, yeah, those are all really good points. Um, I had a couple I kind of agree with you guys that is you're we're nitpicking things, trying to find things that we really didn't like about the show. In general, we all seem to really enjoy it. Um, yeah, the reaction of the flight attendant, like being a like being turned on by a bomb. That was not believable to me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was like, I get in the beginning how she was like, ah, I'm flattered. It's his phone number. And then it was like a note, like, give me all this money. I have a bomb. And she was like, okay. Like, I get that it was maybe what the fifties or sixties, but still anyway, didn't buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of times that people, including Eric from nerd Institute thought that Mephisto was going to show up. And we got the devil mentioned in the beginning of like one of, I think it was the first episode that was super annoying. And they that wasn't, that wasn't Mephisto a problem. Up. Right. And that wasn't a problem with the show. That was my problem specifically with Eric. I'm calling him out. Hopefully he's listening. Probably they not. They did that a lot with um, WandaVision <laughs> other too. Fans. Everyone right, exactly. thought Mephisto was showing up dad, every corner right? that they rounded. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that obviously was, you know, that one was the most obvious out of any that we've gotten so far that it was literally like a red devil. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was kind of funny. But um, at times I really didn't didn't like the lack of mixture between the dialogue and the action, like just rewatching um, that episode of them on the train and like them talking so much like it was great character development. But at times it was like, 
I'm looking at my watch like, okay, this episode ends in like 10 minutes. Like where, what's going to happen? Like we're not going, like nothing's (laughs) happening. Well, yeah. And like, you have to have that right cadence, the mixture, what the Mm -hmm. pacing. Mm -hmm. So at times it lagged in both areas where it was like, okay, everything's exploding. Everyone's dying. It's we're, we're still all dying. It's been five minutes. Like we're obviously in an apocalypse nexus event, but still. So I just felt like sometimes that mixture wasn't perfect and it could have been balanced a little bit more. Again, I just, completely agree with just that. being nitpicky. Um, and at times this might sound kind of weird, but at times it didn't feel like the stakes were real or like high enough. Like, especially with the pruning, they just got so haphazard with it. And when Ravana yeah. was like, prune me, do it. I was like, okay, that then it means nothing. Like, that was like a spoiler, you know, for her to be like, do it, you won't. And and uh, Sylvie was like, fine, I won't. You need to tell me everything and I'm going to threaten you with this. And it wasn't a threat. She told her nothing. Especially because we didn't know up until a certain point what pruning did. We were just like, it, right. are, are they murdering people? What What is happening? To that point, and that's what we thought was happening, yeah. that they were disappearing. And it's it's just kind of like, what was it? Halloween Town 2, where like the, all the lost things went to the one got that one guy's house who was a troll. And he had like every lost sock you ever lost in the dryer ever. Oh, my gosh. Anyone yeah. else remember that? You know what I mean? Like that that's kind of what the it's thing. that trope where the unidentifiable <laughs> device you think is killing people is really transporting people kind right, of thing. Right, right, yeah. exactly. So yeah, I get it, you. that was just one example, but there there were other times where it was just like when they're trying to escape and the rocket shuttle thing blows up and you're and then she just walks away. Like she's defeated, obviously, but like that just kind of drops the stakes down and you're like, yeah. okay, then they're going to find another way off. Like there's, they have I to feel like, it out. To your point, I feel like the only stakes that felt real was when she was considering killing Kang. Right. That's yeah. the only that time like where the, the stakes, of, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with you completely. Everything else, everything else felt very much like plasticky. <laughs> it was like not real. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, you know? Plasticky. So, Yeah. All right. Well, um, I am going to bring us into our last category of alter egos. So this will be a fun one, especially with Sean as our guest, since this is my first time meeting him. Same. So um, I'm going to start with what I know. And (laughs) what I know is Andrew. (laughs) So Andrew, I had you as Mobius. Um, I feel you are the plucky best friend. If you guys know, like plucky is like a happy-go-lucky, lucky kind of person. Um, he was like so quick to be open to new information and be like, I'm a variant. You kidnapped me. Like he so quickly jumped onto that idea. And he was very clever with like switching the data pads and everything. And you can tell he like truly has a heart of gold and really does want to help people. So that is Andrew. Thank you. And for Wyatt, I feel like you're probably Loki in this situation too. Like shocking no one that I say this, but this I think in fourth this time why it's been. Loki. I think in, in this Loki. respect, I mean that's a, the best compliment you can get. It's his show, uh, unless it's and he's Sean. Portrayed unless by it's Tom Sean, Hiddleston. it's then it's Sylvie's show. But anyway, um, <laughs> but I would say Wyatt, you're probably Loki because. 
he in this instance was just ready to confront like whatever challenge arose next and he handled it so deftly and was just like okay i'm i'm in an apocalypse i gotta figure a way to get out of here it's gonna be okay i'll figure it out and then it was like i'm grappling with all of these feelings what do i do i don't know i'll just keep moving forward so i just feel like that's in in a way very much how you handle things like you handle whatever challenges come up very well and make the best of like crazy situations so that was my reason for thinking of loki and then for sean my answer is going to sound kind of weird um, or mean. I don't know, um, but I have a good reason. So hear me out. I have Sean as Kang um, because you showed up at the last minute and you stole the show. So there you go. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> I, won't, I won't equate you to like being a murderer, but <laughs> that's, what, that's what I have for that. <laughs> and um, for me, I really see myself as bad as it sounds as someone like Renslayer, because I do really enjoy <laughs> like being in charge of the room, having the order, following the rules, making people hate me because of it, as you guys have seen tonight. So that's a thousand percent me. Um, <clears throat> so I too had Andrew as Mobius. Yes. It was oh, the obvious choice. I think we had uh, um, <laughs> Wow. 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 <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was so waiting. I, I was so upset they didn't have it in the show, but I knew that they, they couldn't because it would have been just screaming Owen Wilson, basically. You know there's outtakes of him doing that somewhere. I'm sure. Um, reasons, great one-liners. Um, you're loyal to your to your work unless proven unless proven through solid evidence. Um Alyssa, and I had you until who you just said you were with Rensselaer. I had you as Miss Minutes. <laughs> hey, y'all. Um, fun, Peppy will give you bad news in a fun way. <laughs> That's good. Give you bad news in a fun way. Yeah. What is she, Chris Traeger? <laughs> I am the per if I, I ever have cancer. We are literally <laughs> going to make it through this, guys. <laughs> um. Sean, I would have to agree with Alyssa Kang for the same exact reason you came in and just completely stole the show. Yes. <laughs> That's my boy. Copycat. That's my boy. You. And myself, I don't know. <laughs> I've been I've been toying with a couple of different people, but nothing really. I what are you like toying in my with? Head, tell tell the class. How many people are there on IMDb? Like 18 from this cast. Yeah, list? there there are a lot. This is a, a huge, uh, mostly it's timekeepers, but. Yeah, why uh, not like B15? <clears throat> you could be uh, Alligator Loki. Sure, I will be <laughs> Alligator Loki. You could be Casey. What's a fish? Yeah. <laughs> Sean, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go ahead. Uh, so I very obviously I have Andrew as Mobius. Yes. <laughs> it just, wow. it's so suiting for you, Andrew. Wow. It, uh, I've known you for a long time, and you're very genuine and trustworthy. Yeah, oh. you know, good friend. Thanks, Sean. So, yeah, man. Um, Alyssa, I have you as Sylvie. Ooh. Uh, you know, you're a badass. Uh, you're strong, independent, and uh, secretly the showrunner. Oh shit! <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. He's, he's, he's not wrong. Not <laughs> remotely wrong. It's not a secret. 
I did and not then, pay uh, Sean to say any of these things. <laughs> <by> the <way. laughs> I listened to the show enough. <laughs> uh, it shows. It really does. Um, and then uh, for Wyatt, I had, I kind of had a hard time with Wyatt, um, but I put you as, uh, I don't know what exactly what he's called in, I, I don't think they really refer to him as anything, but older Loki. Old Cla- Loki! Classic yeah. Loki. Classic, classic Loki. Loki. That's, <laughs> and uh, I couldn't really think of a reason, but. Uh, You're just turned yeah, gray you think of a reason? you said that. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was good. And then, uh, I don't know, you end up saving the day, man. You, you come in clutch with these podcasts all the time. Resurrecting so. buildings out of nowhere. He, he, yeah, he does yes. do the editing for the pods three hours, he, you know, each time. Exactly. So, I mean, that's, so you that's resurrect clutch. each podcast. So that's going to take go. some years off your life right there. Yep. Um, and then for myself, uh, I was kind of stuck. Um, I just put Loki. I like uh, it. What in doubt. I'm a little <laughs> mischievous, so I think it's <laughs> suiting. That's right. it. Awesome. Right. We are we are knocking this out. Um, so mine's a, a little bit different. I almost picked myself for Mobius. Um, because I was like, <laughs> I, I really oh. feel like that, but I was just like, all right, I'm like, I could afford to not be Mobius. I picked uh Sean as Mobius. Ooh. Um, so Sean and I have worked together um on and off for basically nine years. So like we've been co-workers like long enough. So he's He's a good coworker, a good friend. Um, he's, you know, when he's when he's at a job, he's very good at it. He's very good at training others. And he's like, kind of like how Mobius was just like chill, like the entire time. <sighs> okay, yeah, we're gonna do this. Yeah, this is what I like. That that's how Sean is. Like he like almost never gets worked up by anything ever. And that's basically yeah, how, yeah. So that's basically how Mobius was. So um, for myself, I picked Casey. Uh, because I definitely want to know what I'm being threatened with. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 um, I picked myself as um, classic Loki um, because I could be mischievous. And there's a reason I picked myself for classic Loki because I picked Wyatt as regular Loki, um, except I survived Thanos and Wyatt doesn't. So. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Shots fired. Um, and that's all we have for tonight, guys. No, Thank no, you I'm so much for joining us. <laughs> um, so Loki, like Loki, Wyatt likes to be... Um, a little mischievous, but behind the scenes, you very much like to be you mischievous. Totally like to stir the mischievous pot. Mischievous and behind the scenes are two different attributes. Fish, please. No, they're not. No, they're not. You can yes, do things are. behind the scenes. Like you could definitely stir the pot. You're sly the like scenes. a fox. Exactly, you're sly about it. There's nothing wrong with that. I almost picked myself as as regular Loki. It is but what it didn't. is. But I didn't. I felt it was more. It was more fitting for you by like two percent. Um, <laughs> And then Alyssa, I picked Sylvie um, because like kind of like Sean said, she after a few episodes, she like had stolen the spotlight up until we get Kang. Um, but she she knows what she wants and she goes after it and like nothing stops her like the entire time. Like she gets like inconvenienced mostly by Loki. So you're inconvenienced by the rest of us in your path to greatness, but you, you still I wholeheartedly kick ass and you get there. agree with this. That, wow. If that's not truthful, I don't know what is. <laughs> One way to put it. So, um, yeah, I mean, oh, that's I just it. how I see you as an unstoppable badass, as I've said repeatedly on multiple pods. So I'm just going to get that tattooed across my back like a Jersey badass and let no one forget <laughs> it. <laughs> For nearly every living thing, choice breeds shame and uncertainty and regret. There's a fork in every road, yet the wrong path always taken. 
And unfortunately, we're at the end of our path tonight and have to say, see you later (laughs) until next time. Uh, But not before we thank our amazing guest, Sean. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, guys. Thank you for having me. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully we'll have you back in the future. And um, you all can get in your questions for Ask the Avengers because that will be our next episode. Join us next time. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram as at Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Ask the Avengers. This is Spectre Radio, signing off.